Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that Everett's refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for January the 5th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Best of all, we the people can get involved using the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by our founding fathers and restore the republic. It's called checks and balances, and we the people have an involvement. Remember, the Declaration of Independence clearly articulates they get their power derived from the consent of the governed. That means we have the power, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let them forget that. And when we elect a sheriff, a county commission, we elect a governor, a legislative body, they all have specific guidelines. That's right. They have specific rules. They have specific responsibilities. And the fact is they don't have unlimited ability to do whatever they want to do. Do they? No, they do not. So there you have that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now that, wow, there's a lot going on, isn't there? And we need to hold them accountable for what's going on, don't we? And uh, I don't know what the heck is happening with that. Right? I just don't know what is up with that. I got to email my guest here. I'm all by myself. Call on first break. I'll have to tell her, right? Okay. I got to say you or she will get confused if I just say call on first break. There you go. All right, call on first break. I'll get that done. I'll call her. I just can't dial the phone and talk and do all that stuff at the same time. I got the recap of yesterday's show anyway. So we'll do that. Then we'll grab our guest. It's kind of a crazy morning in the studio here. You know, behind the scenes, it's always insane. (laughs) It's always insane live radio, man, because time waits for no man, right? Uh, And so whenever things are a little bit different and you have to scramble and stuff like that, then, uh, you know, hey, got to get her done, right? Uh, anyway, good things are happening everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. And we're prospering. We're growing. Thanks to you and your financial and uh, prayers and all kinds of support. It's because of you that we're even able to do what we do every day, day in and day out. Six days a week, Monday through Saturday, we're on the air live. Two hours a day. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. The rest of the time... 22 hours a day, we're looking at the news and preparing and gathering facts and guests and people, and the roundtable continues and marches on, right? Uh, Anyway, so when we have a a glitch here or there, because we don't have massive staffs. You know, some of these people have 20 people on the staff, and if one person's gone, it's like, "Mm, it's okay. We all cover for them, no problem. When one of our people are gone, they're so critical, so crucial, so vital that it's like, whoa, uh, I'm not saying we can't survive. Thank heavens we can, but it's a massive hole. Because we're so grateful for what they do. We're so dependent on their talents and their dedication to the sacred cause of liberty. So anyway, it's a long story, but our producer's out today. 
And so I'm kind of running both duties, which is okay. It's no big deal. Don't mean to complain about it. But I want you to kind of understand behind the scenes what's happening. I could just move on, and you probably wouldn't know anything about it. You might just say, oh, things aren't produced as well as they usually are. You're probably right. (laughs) But I would say that, you know what, I could do that, but you wouldn't know. I want you to know what it takes to make these things happen. We operate on an absolute thin dime, first of all. We call it the Widow's Might Network uh, because we're we're just on pennies compared to everybody else. We also don't depend on Google and all these big old, you know, people that are going to deplatform us and shut us down and steal our revenue. We're not dependent on those people. And that's mainly one of the biggest reasons we have to run it on such a thin time. Because, hey, uh, on one hand, um, we don't have the resources that others have, finances and otherwise. On the other hand, if things go bad, we don't even hardly know. Because we've been running on a thin dime so much, it reminds me of um, a person that I knew and they lived in Mexico. They're uh, and I talked to them about it, and I said, you know, hey, is the economy trouble down there? And they're like, you know what? We, we live so inexpensively. We live on such a thin dime that we don't even know when the economy is good or bad does. It's just the same. <laughs> it's kind of like that in radio for us. Anyway, our producer, we're grateful for all the work that our producers do, and we know they're so valuable. And I don't bring that up in any way to, for one second, make you believe uh, that they're not doing great. But they have lives, and they're humans, too. And uh, when they are busy, we just have to do our best to make do. Anyway, I digress, except I wanted you to kind of understand behind the scenes. And if you say, man, things just aren't produced very well, Sam, I know, because I'm doing it myself, and our producers do a way better job than I do. Uh, That's all. Um, But now I'm checking the stream. All right, so there you go. Um, Anyway, so that's happening. Just thought I'd bring that to your attention. <laughs> a recap of yesterday's broadcast starts now. News goes remote again amid COVID-19 surge. What a shame that is. But again, that's what they're all doing. They're all melting down because of COVID-19 because they really believe the lie. They're having uh, empty uh, studios or empty, you know, no fans, no whatever you want to call them, groupies in their audiences. If it's a talk show, a pundit show, whatever. If it's a news show, they're literally distanced. Joe Biden came out and spoke and said, get vaxxed, please. He took off his mask. He said, don't worry, we're 10 feet apart, it's okay. But he's got his mask off and everything else. Uh, But then he's telling everybody to wear your mask, get vaccinated, please, 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 it's the only way. But folks, everybody's locking down. Australia, New Zealand, um, they're all melting. Israel, they're all melting down even though they're vaxxed to the hilt. The more vaxxed, the more they're melting down. Isn't it at some point, ladies and gentlemen, obvious? I guess not. We talked about Dr. Robert Malone on the Joe Rogan podcast. U.S. in mass formation psychosis over COVID-19. Jack Phillips wrote the article. Great article, by the way. Our government is out of control on this, Malone said about vaccine mandates. And they are lawless. They completely disregard ethics. They completely disregard the common, the federal common rule. These mandates are explicitly illegal and are explicitly inconsistent with the Nuremberg Code, Malone said during his interview with Rogan. They're flat out illegal and they don't even care. New York City even struggling to keep going amidst the virus spiked over 80% of New Yorkers vaxxed. Doesn't matter. They're melting down. 
Puerto Rico faces COVID cases. 85% have had one shot. 75% fully vaxxed. A significant number boosted. They're melting down. Nearly 85% of those in Puerto Rico have received at least one vaccine. More than 2,100 government school districts nationwide closed their doors. Whoopi Goldberg, Goldberg and her crew tested positive, even though they've all been vaxxed and boosted. Senators and everybody. Fauci admits that overinflated number of children hospitalized because of the COVID. The national average price for used cars through the roof, $29,000, a 42% increase since before the cocoa. We had Brighty on TV with us, second hour simulcast, and we had an incredible guest, Gary Haven. He was founder of Curves International back in the day. Now he pilots a new mission, writes CDN, or CBN, Christian Broadcasting News. Gary is a film producer and an actor known for Roe vs. Wade 2019, Amerageddon in 2016, and Mission Air in 2014. Christian Films doing a great job, Gary Haven. And we talked about our predictions for 2022, and the prediction that I had was called Operation Truth Tellers. Yeah. You know, we're getting out and telling the truth like nobody's business, ladies and gentlemen. It's phenomenal to see. And we're challenging our greater numbers will force the truth and reject the deceptive narrative of the government in bed with the dishonest press. That's right. That's what we're doing. Uh, archives of the broadcast, if you want audio, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. But if you want video of the second hour, because remember, we simulcast on video with Brighty on TV, you go to brightyontv.com. So listen carefully. Brighteon.tv is the website for the live stuff. Brighteon. No, it's Brighteontv.com. No, it's just Brighteon.com. Sorry, guys. Uh, is where you get the archives. I'm hesitating because I'm trying to do this on the fly and think about it. Where you go and everything. Uh, anyway, great stuff. Brighteon, great partner. And, man, just cool stuff. Cool people doing cool things is what's going on. And um, I really want to highlight this um, deal. The Eagle Forum in Utah is having an event Saturday. UtahEagleForum.com, but check it out. You got to get tickets, but it's all day 8 to 5 with incredible speakers and boost and a whole lot more this Saturday in Salt Lake City. And I highlight that because we will be going to that event. And it's our prayer that uh, you can see us there. Anyway, they say a year after January 6th, democracy's in peril. But they can't agree on why. USA Today with a big old poll. How? Why do you poll people about democracy? We don't even have a democracy. What are you even talking about? Right? What the heck are you even talking about, man? All right, quick pause. I'll be right back. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Thanks for understanding. I just wanted you to know, man, when one of our people are gone, boy, howdy, do we miss them. We're so grateful for what they do. Holy moly. Uh, when, 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 when somebody's not in our normal work, you know, wow, it's tough. We're grateful for them. We're grateful for you. Hang tight. Nobody round table live in seconds. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? 
Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips as always, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Bushman. This is indeed Liberty Roundtable Live. Hard-hitting talk always. Six days a week. How many shows are six days a week? We take a break on the Sabbath because the good Lord asked us to. But other than that, we want to do news literally 24-7. Tell you the tale. Keep you up on what is happening. And we're making a huge, huge difference. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds. Ladies and gentlemen, Becky Akers with us. Well-known uh, anarchist. Well-known uh, for her books. Her incredible books about Benedict Arnold. About... Um, we the people, her work has appeared in the Christian Science Monitor and literally everywhere. And she's an author, Hailstorm, that's about Nathan Hale, one of the greatest patriots to ever live, and then Abducting Arnold, revolutionary new novels, get them before they're banned. Becky, welcome back. Thank you, Sam. It's always a pleasure and a privilege. All right, there's so much to talk about. There's literally so little time. <laughs> I want to get uh, discuss this with you. Dr. Robert Malone who uh, is uh, virtually the guy that developed the mRNA technology. He's for vaccines for the most part. He's been for them his whole life. Uh, he's been involved in it really almost as long as Anthony Fauci. Uh, and he's said some really bold, noble things as of late that I want to pick your brain on. Number one, he says, hey, I wouldn't give these children vaccinations. They're experimental. I just wouldn't do it. I'm advising you not to do it. We don't know the downstream effects. This is insane. This is not wise. Uh, and then he went on furthermore and now has doubled down and literally took issue with Fauci and said, hey, we've all known for the last 40, 50 years uh, in the epidemiology world that, that, you know what, Fauci's just a liar. He doesn't tell the truth. He's just, and we all just know it. We know Fauci's aggressive and hostile and uh, he just um, lies. 
He's a perpetual liar, and we just shrug our shoulders. We've done it for 50 years. We don't know what to say about him. But on the Joe Rogan show, he made himself very, very clear. U.S. has now embraced mass formation psychosis over COVID-19. That's an article by Jack Phillips. And then he goes on to say, our government is out of control on this, Malone said, talking about vaccine mandates. He says they are lawless. They completely disregard bioethics. They completely disregard the federal common rule is what he calls it. These mandates are explicitly illegal and are explicitly inconsistent with the Nuremberg Code, Malone continued. Um, They are flat out illegal and they don't even care. Do you want to respond to that, Becky? (laughs) I'd like to go back to the very first point you were making because every single thing you said is so intensely um, incisive and really describes our situation. Um, Malone is not the only person to point out Falsi's really horrific character. I... Uh, I'm finding across the Internet, many people are starting to refer to Falsi as an American Dr. Mengele. And anyone who has seen extracts from Robert Kennedy's tome, uh, The Real Anthony Fauci, anyone who's read the book can understand exactly why he's being called that. He has slaughtered orphans. Okay, he's just like Mengele, experimenting on little kids, funding research, okaying grants to other equally heinous parties who would experiment on children, on orphans who had no one to defend them, killing these children. Um, It's a shame that the Beagles got more attention than the orphans did, but he's very well known for slaughtering and torturing to death helpless animals. Um, Another guy, Kerry Mullis, who invented the PCR test, who is on record in 2019 saying, This test is not diagnostic. This test is never intended to diagnose disease. Um, And what did the CDC do a couple of months later? Yes, set the PCR test as diagnostic for COVID. Conveniently, Mr. Mullis died right before all that. But he is on record with an interview from 2019, not only explaining that his test was never meant to diagnose any illness, but also echoing Dr. Malone's condemnation of falsy. This guy is a psychopath. This guy lies. This guy has unlimited power. He has a stranglehold on the medical profession. Anyone he doesn't like, he can destroy I'm not sure I haven't seen the interview with Mr. Mullis, or I'm, I, he may be doctor. I, I don't remember offhand, so I apologize. But uh, with Carrie Mullis, I haven't seen the interview for a while. I haven't looked for it. It may no longer be available given the censorship that the truth has encountered from big tech. But if you can find it, 
look and and it's it will clear up a lot. Um, but yes, Falsi deserves to hang. He has committed war crimes. He has murdered people. He has um, uh, fomented and and allowed other people to perpetuate crimes against the helpless and the oppressed. He deserves to hang. Will he? Probably not. We live in such a corrupt nation at every level, state, county, municipal, federal, every single government in this country is entirely corrupt. They protect their own. They protect the powerful, not the weak. They uh, protect the powerful from the weak, in fact. So unless patriots seize the initiative and go on record and step forward with violence, with weapons, because that's the only thing that defeats Marxists, with war, unless we seize the initiative, Falsi will not pay for his crimes. Becky, there's no question... There's no question in my mind that uh, Fauci's a war criminal. Yeah. That Fauci has declared war on the American people. Long ago. There yeah. is no question uh, that he's been doing this for decades. Right. Not nigh on to 50 years, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the AIDS scandal proves it. Uh, the real Anthony Fauci book about him articulates much about what Becky speaks and other books, uh, other articles. Even Robert Malone literally says, hey, this guy's a flat-out liar. And he's been lying forever, and we know it, and we don't know what to do with him, but we just shrug our shoulders, right? Fauci literally waits two years and then admits that there's an over-inflated number of children in hospitals with COVID, but they don't have COVID, really, or they have COVID, I guess, but they don't feel sick at all. So they're whatever you call it, asymptomatic. So they measure this, quote, unknown antibody or unknown uh, yeah antibodies they say oh my gosh you got covid because we see these you know your body trying to fight it but yet these people are not even sick their kids they're fine they might have gone in the hospital for a broken leg or a car wreck but since they test quote positive fake positives aside hey they're now in there for covid and these numbers have been lying to the tune now they say over a million people have been affected in the united states with covid we don't know that we don't even know if that's true we haven't even isolated covid and then we run around and say, you've got antibodies against it, so we're convinced that COVID must be present. But yet, then we know now they're planning to take the PCR tests even off the market because they know they don't work. They say, we, we're going to reduce from 10 days to 5 days the quarantine recommendations from the CDC. And they say, the reason that we're not going to test you before you go back like we used to is because, hey, the truth is the antibodies stay in your body for like 12 plus weeks. would have to have people down and out forever. Literally down and out forever stuff, right? And we can't have that, and so we can't do the testing. So they're admitting the testing numbers are bogus. They're admitting the hospital numbers are bogus. The more you're vaxxed, the more the cities are locked down. We talked about Puerto Rico, literally 85-plus percent vaccinated. Doesn't matter. Shut them down. New York City is struggling to keep going as the virus spikes. More than 80% of adults are vaccinated in New York City. It's absolutely melting down. Puerto Rico, as I mentioned, literally melting down. 75% in Puerto Rico are fully vaxxed. More than 2,100 government school districts have shut down. 
uh, for in-person learning because of the COVID. That's the only positive coming out of this thing. Hey, at least people aren't in government school to get indoctrinated more. For crying out loud, that's a blessing. Keep those suckers shut down forever is what I say. Anyway, Whoopi Goldberg and her team tested positive. They're all fully vaxxed. And they're like, oh, man, I'm glad my symptoms are mild because I've been vaxxed. Well, it isn't because you've been vaxxed. The symptoms are mild because the latest strain is more mild. Don't lie to me like I'm Judge Judy. Stop already. Anyway, I want to talk to Becky about our predict my prediction for 2022. Hang tight. Becky Akers with me. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger announced Tuesday he initiated another probe into possible illegal ballot harvesting in the 2020 election. True the Vote submitted a complaint and digital data evidence to Raffensperger's office on November 30th. On the COVID-19 front, the United States will buy 20 million doses of Pfizer's COVID pill. That's doubling the previous order. Tennis star Novak Djokovic was granted a COVID vaccine medical exemption on Tuesday and will play in the Australian Open. And the new CDC guidelines changing isolation from 10 days to 5 days does not include getting a test after the isolation. Dr. John Brownstein from Boston's Children's Hospital on ABC News. This is all about the fact that there's just not enough tests. They do work to identify contagiousness. The reality is if every American had access to, say, five tests at home, we really wouldn't be having this conversation. USA Radio News. I know you've been waiting a little bit longer than normal. Jen's manicure spot needs an extra pair of hands. Who's at the front desk right now? Someone who's handy with everything from nail files to spreadsheet files. Deidre's not coming in today, but we have that whole bachelorette Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. As many sports teams in America use the names of Native American ancestry, political pressure has the Cleveland baseball team changing its name very soon, and the Washington football team dropped their name altogether. It has been announced the Washington, D.C. football team has come up with a new name. The Washington football team is set to unveil a new team name and logo next month. The NFL franchise making the announcement on Tuesday in a letter written by the team's president. While Jason Wright didn't give a hint as to what the team name will be, he did say the team will not be called the Red Wolves or the Wolves. The team has been known as the Washington football team since 2020 after retiring the Redskins name and logo. The new team name and logo will be revealed on February 2nd. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Good news for the James Webb Telescope. Controllers on Tuesday completed the deployment of the Space Observatory Sunshield successfully. USA Radio News.
and gentlemen, Becky's ready to go to arms, man. She's ready to pick up the weapons and start firing back and have a full-on civil war. Right, Becky? <laughs> well, I'm not ready for that, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't say it lightly, Sam. Um, it's just that all experience hath shown, as well as all history, that you cannot remove Marxists from power unless you shoot them out of it. You know, there's that popular meme about socialism. You can vote your way in, but you have to shoot your way out. And that is so very true about an even deeper form of socialism, Marxism. So well, and this is a uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. This is a really important discussion to have for Americans to really think through. And uh, one of the things that I really um, believe is vital about Liberty Roundtable Live is that we can discuss these things. What other people do is they melt down and they go, we can't even talk to Becky. She's crazy. She wants to kill everybody. See, that's a lie. That's a misrepresentation of what she's saying. What she's saying, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to articulate her view because I believe I'm open-minded enough and fair enough, and I'm not afraid of my own beliefs enough to where, you know what, I can entertain her thoughts and not melt down. I don't have to take what she says and manipulate it into an unfair uh, attack. I can listen to what she's saying, and I can agree with the point that she's making. Now, we might have different tactics of how to solve it, right? That's another discussion we can have. But the reality is here's what I hear Becky saying. And Becky, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I'm trying to teach people how to learn to dialogue, how to learn to respect one another. We don't have to melt down. We can disagree and, and be agreeable in doing so. We cannot take advantage of someone because of their words. We don't have to try to dig a pit for our neighbor. We don't have to do any of those things. We can listen and learn. You got two ears and one mouth, as I was taught growing up. Learn to use them proportionally. Well, it didn't work for me. I joke. I'm just saying that we, we need to learn to listen to one another. And here's what I see Becky saying, Becky. You're saying, listen, I don't want war. I'm a peaceful person. I believe in the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. And I'd love to go back to um, God being our leader and God's laws being our laws rather than government bureaucrat thugs being our leaders with a gazillion man-made laws that go against God's laws. And you know what? I support peaceful living together. I want to live and let live, if you will. And I want to be peaceful and I want to be self-determining. And I don't want government to get in my way to do that. I want to be free. I want to be left alone. And I want to be free to make my own negotiations, my own contracts. I want to live my own life and not be interfered with. And I believe we could do that. But these thugs have decided they will not leave me alone. These thugs have decided that they will lord over me and replace God's law with man's law temporarily. And I simply will not stand for it. And sadly, history shows there is no other way. Not that you want it, but they have brought on a war. And you're merely saying it's our duty to defend, as our founding fathers did, what we know to be true and right. And the longer we wait before we do that duty, the worse it gets for us and the harder it will be, the more blood it will take to bring back our freedoms. The sooner we act boldly, nobly, independently, the less blood actually will be shed so really your move is a peaceful one even though it may not sound like it is that a fair assessment of what you're saying yes sam it's it's as though we are walking down a dark alley at 11 o'clock at night and a thug leaps out holding a gun on us wants to rob us do we just sit there and cower and say well you know i'm a peaceful person i 
I just, I can't respond to this. I'll just have to let him kill me and take my money. Or do we say, look. Or, or hold on, let me use one more anecdote. Or you're walking by and you won't render aid to someone else in trouble because you're like, mm, I, I, I don't want to get involved. Exactly. Or do we recognize this is a situation of self-defense? We are long, long, long past the point at which our, an, our revolutionary ancestors would have taken up arms. If you read the Declaration and the indictments against George III, they're pretty mild compared to what's going on now. Even on his worst day, George III didn't come anywhere near the tyranny that American governments routinely exercise and have exercised. This is not recent. This goes back probably 100 years. But Ever since the progressive movement took over America, tyranny has increased at every level, state, county, federal, municipal. Every level of American government has tyrannized its taxpayers. And when you reflect that all their money comes from us and they use it to further tyrannize us, to further enslave us, our revolutionary ancestors would not have tolerated this. They went to war over far, far, far less than the average American serfs tolerates in one hour, okay? The idea that you should have a permission from the state to get into a car you own and drive it on roads your taxes have paid for, they would have gone to war over that alone, and yet Americans accept this as a matter of course. Nobody thinks about it. The only discussion is whether or not we can make the DMV a more efficient operation. Okay? Let's get to COVID. No one among the revolutionary generation would have ever ceded to government the right to decide medical opinions. For one individual, let alone for an entire society. George Washington came under a lot of fire because he decreed that the military would enforce smallpox vaccination. Okay, now smallpox, in contrast to COVID, has a 30% fatality rate. Okay, smallpox epidemics regularly swept 18th century America and the British as well, okay? They decimated many Indian tribes, these epidemics. So Washington decreed that his fighting force would be inoculated so that they could not succumb since he was having enormous problems raising enough men to fight the well-funded and professional British army, the few folks he could convince to come out and starve and freeze with him, he was absolutely determined to protect from an early death to smallpox. And he came under enormous fire for this sort of tyranny. How dare he? Okay. Uh, smallpox in those days, you know, there was a lot of idea that if you got it and the Lord wanted you to live, you would. So that was one reason why people were so very opposed to any authority saying that a, a certain group had to be inoculated. All right. But for him to have possibly entertained the notion that he could tell Americans as a whole, I mean, he 
would have been lynched. And let me say, Washington was held in such veneration in the 18th century that uh, but a single move like that, what are we tolerating now? We are, we are sitting here supinely while the government deprives our fellow citizens of their jobs because they won't accept a jab for a disease that kills 0.0005% of its victims. This is insanity. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, even mainstream people, for the most part, like Ben Carson, well-known surgeon, okay, Dr. Robert Malone, mainstream, both of these doctors are for vaccines. I disagree with them on that point. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commend them when they're right. I'm going to disagree with them when they're, in my view, wrong, which I have every right to do, okay? But even Ben Carson is saying, I don't know why we would vaccinate little children. We'd, uh, little children, for the most part, have minimal likelihood of any issue, very minimal risk. But yet we don't even have a handle on what the experimental vaccines will do uh, in the onset and Later down the line, we don't have any idea. And he literally says, why would we ever do that? This is mainstream Ben Carson, who believes in vaccines, surgeon. This is mainstream Robert Malone, who is a vaccine guy his whole life. He's even taken the vaccine. He's so into it, right? But these guys are even having their moral code uh, affected now, going, what on earth are we doing? Uh, It's that egregious ladies and gentlemen and so when becky's ready to call for arms i'm not ready to call for arms yet and i can articulate why here in a minute but what i want to do is fairly articulate her point when she says there's no other way and even though she would love to have peace and be left alone they are not willing to let that happen so let's be clear who the aggressor is it is not becky However, Becky is saying, you know what, we cannot tolerate this anymore. The longer we tolerate it, the worse it gets. And really, the more violence there will be. I mean, are we going to have to wait till 10 million people are killed with COVID by these criminals that built this in a lab that literally created gain-of-function research and then released it on the world on purpose? Are we going to let them continue a, quote, soft war and kill us all? Or are we going to stand up and put criminals in prison? Or more if we're forced to they're the aggressors is the point when we come back i want becky to respond i want to be able to get her whole argument out without being uh, assaulted or, or sideswiped i want her to be able to make her whole point let's do it this is the one and only liberty roundtable live hang tight folks Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Becky Akers on your radio. We're talking about what needs to be done with the tyrannical thugs. Most of them are not even elected, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're appointed. And the elected ones, there's allegations of vote fraud everywhere. Now, what's funny is they try to say, come on, Trump, there's no vote fraud. But yet the Democrats complained to vote fraud in 2016 and still believe the 2016 11 or I'm sorry, the 2016 election was vote fraud. So both sides of the aisle, when it comes to the other side or whenever they win, they say there was no fraud. Whenever they lose, they say there's fraud. Both sides are a bunch of dishonest thugs about it. There's been election fraud forever in the country. You guys think this is new? This ain't anything new. And, and Becky's really saying that. You know what? We're well down the road here, folks, uh, about some of these things. Uh, and so Becky wants to be peaceful, but she's merely saying they will not leave us alone. And if they're going to just go ahead and, and, and unleash COVID on us, creating it in a lab for gain-of-function research and then intentionally releasing it, they're in bed with the communist Chinese in doing so. Your Anthony Fauci literally funded the communist Chinese and then lied to Congress about gain-of-function research and more. They claim it was in a, in a meat you know, market or whatever else for a year. Then we prove that bogus in that. Fauci even knew it because of his emails. Two years later, they're telling you the tests are completely bogus, right? You literally got New York Governor Kathy Hochul running around saying, oh, yeah, our counts are off on the uh, vote. Our counts are off on the vaccine hospitalizations. Think about this. Literally admits COVID hospitalizations are overcounted. Now, listen, her top health official confessed that she even literally manipulated the results, folks. Why? She misled parents to promote vaccinations of kids. This is, as Becky says, criminal as all get out. Art Moore, WND.com, if you need the details of that article, ladies and gentlemen. But literally, you got this whacked out governor, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, and she's got her top health advisor that literally faked the numbers, got caught doing it. If you break your leg... And you go into the hospital and you test positive for corona. They say you're there because of corona. Uh, corona hospitalizations. They're filling the beds. It's just getting crazy. Lie. The kid might not even be sick. The kid may be completely asymptomatic. The antibodies may be 12 weeks plus after the kid even had it. If they even did. We don't even know. But now they acknowledge that the number of hospitalizations due to COVID-19 has been flat out overstated. This is two years later, ladies and gentlemen, after they tell you that a million people are dead almost. 
right? What the heck's going on? New York Democratic Governor Kathy um, Hochul, now they say we're going to have different statistics. Those that clarify when you went to the hospital because of COVID or if you went to the hospital but you just happened to have COVID. They're going to go ahead and straighten that out for you now. Yeah, they always want to be honest with New Yorkers about how bad this is. She lies. They're dishonest. Okay? They've done it on purpose and they got caught. And now what they're trying to do is come clean but not go to prison or worse over it. They're outright lying. They say this. Are Democrats outright lying about everything with regard to COVID? See, what a political hack statement from those who are Republicans. I change the statement. I don't want to hear if Republicans or if Democrats or this or that. What I want to do is change it and say this. Is government outright lying when it comes to everything COVID-related? And the answer is a clear, resounding, unfortunate affirmative. Yes. And that's really the problem here. So are we going to just allow a soft war where they just kill us all with COVID and pretend they're, you know, in these white suits, but yet they're murdering people? Or at what point do we then chase these people out of office and try them for treason? Or in wartime, if it is really wartime, uh, even greater action. Now, don't misunderstand the point. We're not calling for that action because we want it. Becky's merely saying, and again, I want her to speak on this herself. Becky's saying, we have no choice left. I'm saying I think there's a few options left before we go to that level because we don't want to be painted as the aggressors. The founders did everything they could of the Declaration of Independence to document to a candid world their position. And I think that they proved their uh, stance was just and necessary. I'm going to say that again. They've proved beyond the shadow of a doubt to God and to a candid world that their cause was just and necessary. The question is if we're there yet, uh, Becky would say we're way beyond there, folks. Uh, Becky, if I, I don't mean to just talk forever and not let you talk, but I, is that in context in your mind? Yes, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, I, I want to emphasize we did not get to this level of tyranny solely because of COVID. The totalitarianism in this country has been building for better than a century. Um, there, there weren't very many, or there wasn't a robust um, rejection of progressivism at the end of the 19th and turn of the 20th century. Progressives managed to infiltrate virtually all institutions of American life over the next century. They ruined academia. They ruined the churches. Uh, there are so many churches now that are completely Marxist. Okay, and let's remember that's what a progressive is. He believes in the theories of Karl Marx. He wants society pitted against itself. He wants government overriding all private and voluntary choice. All of us are to obey a totalitarian government without question. Um, our economics will be communist. The government will decide how much we need, and, and we will get that accordingly. We will work when the government tells us to without question. Uh, so this is the vision of progressives, and they have managed to dominate this country. People have not stood up against them. Patriots have been shamed and flunk away when they were denounced as racist and all kinds of other nonsense because progressives set the terms of the debate. Um, is there any way out now that they are threatening and are, in fact, taking away livelihoods 
as well as imprisoning political dissidents such as the January 6th Patriots. Okay, you have Congress and Pelosi just whooping it up over the fact that these nonviolent, unarmed men, for the most part, some women, were captured on January 6th after being enticed into the Capitol by corrupt Capitol police. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, there is an incredible article in Revolver Magazine, actually a series of articles that break this down like nobody's business. And uh, we normally have Chris Carlson on on Fridays for one hour. But what we've done is we've moved him to Thursday tomorrow. We've kind of swapped him and a couple of other guests. So tomorrow, Chris Carlson will be with us for two hours, and we will break down, as we did several weeks ago, the first articles coming out of um, Revolver. Revolver Revolver.news is the place. Uh, And and we're going to break down this second one. It's even worse. As Becky alluded to, they literally lured innocent Americans into a trap then blamed it on them and called them terrorists when most of them were unarmed and all they wanted was Congress to listen. Let's please look at this vote thing to make sure that it's honest and accurate. And that peaceful attempt by hundreds of thousands of Americans went all wrong. And now those who perpetuated and perpetrated the crimes are running around free. We have them documented on video and virtually named. Uh, But yet all the guys that went into the Capitol and didn't really mean any harm or were there for goofy reasons at best, they're all in prison now as political prisoners. This is the kind of stuff. So when you literally create a virus and then release it on the American people and literally almost a million people are dead as they claim, and then you literally lure people into the Capitol like they're doing. And I've got even more about this. We'll talk about it more, but this is, they've literally declared war on us already. And when we, um, continue uh, second hour we'll talk about more about this school situation you've got literally perverted sex being taught in schools communist principles critical race theory and parents are waking up to this and going whoa hold on this isn't what i wanted for my kid this isn't what i expected in my school let me go down to the school board and see if we can discuss this and they get there and they meet hostile war like resistance which is you're not coming in Oh, yes, we are. We're the parents. We're, we're, we're allowed to be at this public meeting. No, you're not. And they literally call the cops, and they arrest parents, and they call parents terrorists, and they literally took this terrorism claim in your government school boards to the national government school you know, associations all the way up to the federal government, all the way up to the Justice Department, and the Justice Department in bed with the FBI and others literally said parents are terrorists. Okay, this is how far it's become. Uh, Becky, I'm just trying to really highlight your point. This has gone way too far. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, As I said numerous times before, our founding generation would be shocked if they saw what we're putting up with. They they would say, are you men or are you little amoebas that can't fight back? I mean, they nipped it in the bud. They saw where it would go. And they didn't permit a tiny, tiny, tiny little tax, okay? We have 30 to 60, 70% of our incomes confiscated by these thieves, and we don't say boo to a goose over it? 
It, it is incomprehensible. We allow a government that does nothing but legislate our interests to rob us on virtually every economic transaction. Go out there and try and buy anything. And many, much of your money is going to go to pay off government thieves who did nothing but interfere in the smooth flow of commerce. Okay, go buy a can of soup. Go buy a gallon of gas. What did the government do to facilitate the manufacture of that can of soup? Okay, it got in the way. It hobbled the manufacturer with multiple regulations and ditto for the gasoline companies, okay? Uh, and yet we are expected to pay for this enslavement. I have frequently mentioned, Sam, how I saw a T-shirt at the very beginning of the COVID scam. And I just love it. I wish I'd taken a picture of the guy and found it online. But it basically said, our forefathers would be done stacking the bodies by now. Now, I saw this in maybe April or May of 2020. Okay? And I had to agree wholeheartedly. They would never have allowed tyranny to progress to this. They wouldn't have allowed it to progress to the level that it was at in 1930. They wouldn't have allowed it to progress to the levels it was at in 1890. We tolerate, basically, totalitarianism. The government is intruding into every aspect of our life. There is no detail of your day too small for some nosy bureaucrat to come and decide it's his place to tell you what to do. And he can substitute his judgment on what's best for you and your kids in place of yours. This is insanity. This is totalitarianism. And generally, the only way you get rid of nosy busybodies like this is by shooting them. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out of time this hour. When we get back, I want to discuss this in more detail. Because this is really where America is at. We're on the brink for sure. And you know what? Here's the real question. I've been calling for peace for 25 plus years on the radio. I'm the guy that says we follow the Prince of Peace. I'm the guy that says we, re we want restoration, not revolution. I've been saying it forever. Now Becky's literally calling for guns on the radio. Are they going to say that I'm calling for guns? Or are they going to say honestly that I'm willing to exercise the First Amendment openly, honestly, fairly, with respect and dignity? Huh? We'll find out. Casting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk, radio Show. Talk Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, happy to have you along. I am Sam Bushman. This is indeed Liberty Roundtable Live. This is the broadcast for January the 5th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is hour two of two. Well, our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country. That doesn't mean the government in power, though, ladies and gentlemen, especially as they become more warlike and more tyrannical against we the people. Last hour, Becky Akers was with us. She's with us this hour as well. Becky Akers, well-known anarchist, well-known American patriot, and well-known author and columnist. Uh, she's written two books, Abducting Arnold, an incredible 
book telling the other side of the Benedict Arnold story and another book called Hailstorm about Nathan Hale, one of the greatest patriots to ever live. Look for them online, Becky Akers and Hailstorm or Becky Akers and Abducting Arnold. Incredible, incredible books. So last hour, just to quickly recap, we've been talking about this situation. Hey, really, has the government declared war on the American people? And is there a peaceful way out of this thing? Becky says, no, we're too far along down the road. I say I believe there's still some peaceful actions that we must take. I've articulated them many times. And what I'm trying to do now is let Becky get her whole points out about this. I'm trying to use anecdotes and stories to help her make her valid point. Not because I 100% agree with her, folks. But because I believe that in the First Amendment, Becky has every right with her free speech, to think, believe, and act as she deems appropriate, ladies and gentlemen. This is America, not China. And it doesn't require me to 100% agree with her for me to be kind and respectful and let her articulate things as she sees them. I don't need to uh, attack her. I don't need to try to uh, manipulate things. You, the American people, are smart. And I believe if you get the information, you can decide for yourself what you think and where you stand. And I, for one in the media, am not afraid of that reality. I'm not afraid for you to hear Becky's ideas. I'm not afraid for you to hear my ideas. And if we disagree on something, so what? She still has every right to her belief. And the First Amendment should afford us the opportunity to not only openly discuss it without melting down, but give her a chance for her views without silencing them because we disagree. What does America come to, ladies and gentlemen? So last hour, we talked about the New York governor, Kathy Hochul, literally admitting that, hey, the numbers of people in hospitals has been a flat-out big old lie. And they literally have now done research. 50 to 70% of the people in the hospitals didn't even go in for COVID in the first place. But they're all called COVID hospitalizations. They lied, lied, lied. Now we find out the test PRC numbers are all bogus. They've literally admitted to all this. Fauci says, if you look at the children that are hospitalized, Many of them are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to being hospitalized because of COVID. They're literally saying this openly now. They've lied and they got caught. They lied about the gain-of-function research. Uh, they lied about where the virus came from. They intentionally created it in a lab, used gain-of-function research, and now intentionally released it on the American people, literally killing, if you use their numbers, almost a million people in the United States alone. But yet we're not at war, right? Some would say. You look at the government school board meetings and the government, the FBI is literally calling everybody terrorists. Parents who simply just want their education to be good for their children. But you got to understand when you put your kids in the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto government school, what do you expect when they're taught communism? But yet, see, Americans are waking up to this reality. But the second they wake up and try to push back, they're called terrorists. Arrest them. It's out of control. Is government outright lying? When it comes to everything COVID-related, yes. Are they calling parents terrorists and literally arresting parents for trying to stop the government schools from per teaching perverted sex, racism, and everything else? Yes. Okay, now the WAPO, or I'm sorry, the Huffington Post. This is HuffPost.com just put out an article, and this directly relates to our conversation today right now and directly articulates the point Becky Akers is making. Your government has become so criminal that there may be no other way out of this than to literally arm ourselves and fight back. Am I advocating for that? No, I'm not. Can I articulate Becky's views? Or do I then become an advocate of her views? Right? Am I allowed to have the First Amendment discuss this openly? 
or by the nature of me doing it, am I part of it? See, now I'm not here to tell everybody to take arms, but I am here to document how evil and dishonest and inappropriate the government really is. Here's the Washington Post piece. Ready? The FBI had a secret weapon in the Capitol attack manhunt. You ready? They call it a band of online sleuths, basically called sedition hunters. A band of sleuths called sedition hunters the FBI had. They say it's had an enormous effect on the January 6th investigation. HuffPost.com if you want to learn more about the article. Now, here's what it goes on to say. Listen to this. An online band of sleuths called sedition hunters. Now, listen to this. They say they are some of the Federal Bureau of Investigations most critical access. I'm sorry, most critical assets. All right, so these online sleuths. These sedition hunters are some of the most critical FBI assets. But federal officials don't even know many of their names or exactly how many there are. So now you got the FBI literally in bed with an army of sleuths, of sedition hunters, and they don't even know their names and they don't know how many they are. Listen, one year into what they call an unprecedented investigation, of the thousands of rioters who stormed the Capitol on January. See, they lie. You didn't have thousands storming anything, folks. But the FBI is leaning on a band of, quote, digital investigators to both identify suspects and piece together an overwhelming amount of evidence from that day. Much of it was recorded by the, quote, perpetrators themselves. Okay? Now think about that. You've got these sleuths that work for the FBI, and the FBI doesn't know their name and doesn't even know how many there are or anything. The digital investigators, listen to this, have successfully identified hundreds of individuals who are captured on video committing crimes on January 6th that have not yet been charged, including dozens and dozens of violent rioters whose images are featured on the FBI's U.S. Capital Violence website. Now listen carefully to what I'm telling you. Sometimes it feels like we're way ahead of them, one sleuth said. And then sometimes they arrest somebody, which releases new security footage, and it smacks us in the face with how much more there is really to uncover. Now listen to this. From their home offices, couches, kitchen tables, bedrooms, garages, Investigators, they say, have played a remarkable role in archiving and, quote, preserving digital evidence operating under the Sedition Hunters moniker. They've archived more than 2,000 Facebook accounts, over 1,125 YouTube channels, 500-plus Instagram accounts, nearly 1,000. Twitter feeds, more than 100 Rumble profiles, and over 250 TikTok accounts. They've gathered more than 4.1 terabytes of data. The sleuths have a wealth of information that the broader public won't learn about for months. They go on. This is a big article. 
I don't have even time for it all. But so here's the question. Becky's saying, you know what? We're going to have to take up our guns. Only blood's going to bring back our liberty. It's a sad tale to tell, right? Uh, you can say, well, man, Becky, you've gone too far. But you know what? What about when the FBI is literally calling the parents terrorists? What about when they lured people into the Capitol and they're lying now and they've got this huge dragnet via these sleuths that are literally unnamed, but they're spying on and reporting to the government who believes we're all terrorists now, domestic terrorists. What about all those sleuths, this unmanned, unnamed, unknown, quote, digital army hired literally by the FBI to change the game? They call it a secret weapon. They don't call it a peace tool. It's a secret weapon by the FBI. So when you look at that and you look at COVID, gain-of-function research, Fauci lied, and that they lied about the test. So they're using all this against us. Has the government of the United States literally declared war on we the people? Becky would say yes. I've talked way too long, Becky. I want you to start your comments. We'll come back on the other side, and, and I want you to talk about this. Really, I'm documenting how far they've really gone so people understand. This is not just hyperbole from Becky. Sam, let me ask you some questions, because since this is in the Huffington Post, which has from its foundations been a tool of propaganda, not an honest news organization, as is typical for that sorry outfit, they have neglected to tell us essential facts unless I missed them when you were reading. Do we know whether all these snitches and rat thinks, which is what they are, they aren't sleuths, they are informants on our fellow Americans. I would submit they're traitors. Absolutely. Absolutely. They are the lowest of the low. They are scum who make their living, because I'm sure this is all paid, but again, HuffPost didn't see fit to tell us that essential little fact, that these are corrupt rat sinks being paid for their information. Uh, do they work directly for the FBI, or they are just gung-ho Americans trying to help? See, my experience would say it's both. Uh, the yeah. Washington Post, or, I'm sorry, the Huffington Post article did not articulate those very valuable answers. Uh, mm-hmm. But I submit to you that I, some of them are being paid, some of them are not. Most of these people have networks and friends who will willingly give them information, not realizing what they're actually doing. But there are many that are provocateurs and being paid to orchestrate all of this. Hang tight. We'll talk to Becky Akers more in seconds on your radio. Hello, TPC family. It's James, and I've got to tell you that I sleep better at night knowing that there are organizations like the Conservative Citizens Foundation. The purpose of the Conservative Citizens Foundation is to promote the principles of limited government, individual liberty, equality before the law, property rights, law and order, judicial restraint, and states' rights, while at the same time exploring the dangers posed by liberalism to our national interests and cultural institutions. The Conservative Citizens Foundation also seeks to educate the public on the dangers of extremist ideologies like critical race theory and cultural Marxism. I've worked with the good people at the Conservative Citizens Foundation for many years and their work comes with my complete endorsement. For more information and to keep up with all the latest conservative news headlines, please check out their website, MericaFirst.com. That's M-E-R-I-C-A-1-S-T.com. MericaFirst.com. 
getting the kids to school, cleaning the house, doing the laundry. It seems that the work routine as a stay-at-home mom is never ending. And even though I'm the prime grocery shopper in our family of four, I simply don't have time to scrutinize all the labels on the countless food products I buy. Oh, sure, I've noticed all the latest certification seals. Organic, non-GMO, gluten-free. It definitely seems to be the latest craze. But it was only recently that kosher certification seals caught my attention. You see, my husband had me download an app called Certified, and it shed light on a century-old certification industry that slipped under the radar screen from the majority of our public. I also noticed a question mark at the end of the app name, and that makes great sense as there's far more questions regarding this industry than answers. In fact, the developers refer to this as the kosher question. Sure, I'm a busy mom and didn't pay attention to our food culture, but now I have transparency, a convenient grocery list feature, and the ability to eat in favor of my family's best interests, and you can discover it too at thekosherquestion.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, straight back to Becky Akers. She was making some points about, you know what? The Huff Post might be delivering on this article to some degree telling you about these people, but they're not really connecting all the dots is your point, right, Becky? It's, that's not my only point, though, Sam. Um, anytime I read anything, I, actually I don't usually because I understand what the Huffington Post is. It is an attempt to convert Mark. Americans to Marxism. Anything, but occasionally I'll, a reader will send me a link or something. I followed it. Huffington Post. Okay. Anytime I read anything in that rag, I ask myself, what is the attempt here? Is this even factually correct? The fact that they left out pretty strong details that you would want to know makes me suspect that there's some other agenda here. It may be factually incorrect. In other words, there are no none of these sleeps. Maybe this is an attempt to demoralize the January 6th Patriots. Maybe this is an attempt to demoralize their families. Look, we've got whole teams out there, and they are rifling through all your posts from the last 20 years, and they are going to nail your loved ones. So you better sit tight and you better not protest any of the persecution and torture we are visiting on them. Okay? I just wonder what is really going on here. Now, it may be true. Maybe there are these snitches. Maybe the FBI has, and I have read other places, although most of that was last year when they were trying to hunt down and round up our fellow patriots who are completely innocent when they were hunting down these unfortunates and these martyrs to freedom. I heard a lot about teams of snitches then. And I heard an awful lot about neighbors and ex-spouses taking their vengeance and turning these poor people in. Uh, I haven't heard much about the the, uh, snitches since then. So, again, I just wonder, is this true? Is it an attempt to demoralize patriots? I don't know. If it is true, it is horrific. Uh, It's horrific that we tolerate this kind of abuse from our own government. It's horrific that we are paying our government to torture us this way, to torture our, and I mean literally torture, 
our fellow patriots. That alone, Sam, just the fact that these folks who did nothing wrong except disagree with the incoming administration, the fact that they are being held in abysmal circumstances, they are being beaten, and I mean literally punched and kicked by their jailers. They are being tormented. Medical treatment is being denied them. They are being served garbage that even a dog wouldn't eat. All of this speaks very poorly of the rest of us, that we have not marched to free these martyrs. Why are we permitting our taxes to be used against them? Why are we not protesting this? All right, ladies and gentlemen, they're fair questions from Becky Akers. And as long as Americans sit still and do nothing, tyranny will continue to reign. I do have a little bit more information that might answer some of Becky's questions a little bit. They call it Sedition Hunters, seditionhunters.org. And here's what it says on their website. Sedition Hunters is a global community of open source intelligence investigators working together to assist the United States FBI and Washington, D.C. Capitol Riot Police uh, finding people who allegedly committed crimes in the January 6th Capitol riots. We examined thousands of hours of videos and hundreds of images searching for individuals who committed crimes on January the 6th, 2021, at the United States Capitol. We are also able to identify other crimes along the way and pass that information along to law enforcement officers. <clears throat> then they got a perp sheet. They've got all kinds of stuff, a full listing of uh, sedition insiders. Um, it's a huge thing here. So here's what my guesstimation is. And again, you got to guess. Because it's very hard to pin this stuff down, Becky. Mm -hmm. But here's my opinion. Most of these sedition hunters that are on here are people who, for the cause of socialism, uh, so, you know, when it's globally open source, you might get communist Chinese, communist Russians, all kinds of people involved in this thing. Uh, and they're all working together. So then in America, you've got government school teachers and government school professors and tenured educators. All these people are probably getting paid from their own jobs, but yet have plenty of time on their, quote, you know, protected dime to carry out this uh, mischief, if you will. Uh, that's what I believe is happening to this point. But there is literally a place called seditionhunters.org where they uh, explain themselves quite a bit. Um, they don't say how they're paid when they say open source. It makes you believe it's for free. But I'm telling you, these people are on somebody's dime. And that's my guess of who's either communist governments, dimes out of the country globally or internally in America on the dime of, you know, cities and counties and educational groups and government hacks who are all getting paid literally to sit at home and work on this for them. Uh, it's a serious situation. Now, whether it's real, as you say, or whether it's designed to scare people, I can't say either. But I will say this about this. This is just articulating how far we've gone. We now have a huge army that we know nothing about that's attacking us. Either they are or the HuffPost is lying about it and pretending they are. Either way, it ratchets up the hostility, though. 
either way, it moves us from a softer war into a harder war, whether you like it or not. Because, again, I've been on the radio for 25 years. Are these, quote, supposed sedition hunters looking at every word I've said over the last 25 years? Are they going to go ahead and listen to this show and say, Becky wants war and Sam wants war too because he facilitated her? Or are they going to say, no, this is an open dialogue of concern? Uh, what are, how are they going to take our First Amendment in this thing? If the parents are terrorists for not wanting their kids to be taught all kinds of homo, uh, sexual, and worse, sexual deviancy in government schools, and the parents don't like it and push back and they're terrorists, what are they going to say to someone like me or to someone like Becky, right? Uh, how are they going to? So you've got a serious problem here, folks. A serious problem, Becky. This has been going on, though, Sam, for about, I want to say, 15 years. Remember that the Department of Homeland Security, which is a Nazi organization, um, even its name betrays what it's about. And I've been constantly amazed that when Shrub, excuse me, Bush 2, put in the DHS, there wasn't widespread revolt, okay? But then again, people who were queue up at TSA lines and allow themselves and their children to be groped and photographed naked will tolerate just about any abuse from their government. But at any rate, when Shrub formed the DHS, I don't remember what year it was thereafter that the DHS came out with uh, domestic extremism and how anyone who disagreed with Shrub or Obama was a domestic extremist. And they actually issued a list of characteristics that we all needed to look at our neighbors and determine, are they domestic extremists? Okay, and, and the behaviors were so innocuous. I mean, basically the entire country is a domestic extremist. Now, they didn't use the word terrorist, but that was the clear implication. So, Sam, our government that we pay for, we support every one of these utterly worthless, even harmful bureaucrats and politicians. They wouldn't have their mansions and their limousines without us. And how do they return thanks to us? They call us terrorists. So this has been going on for a very long time. This is nothing new. Ladies and gentlemen, it's almost hard to even know how to have this discussion because you even know if we have this discussion like we're having, these headhunters are coming after us. And see, that's Becky's point. Is that just designed to chill us out, stop us from talking, from organizing, from working together? from finding solutions, for pushing back, whatever term you want to use. Is that the design? Can you even listen to our programs, or will the sleuths find you for listening? What do you say to that, Becky? Yeah, um, generally what happens when there is a Marxist uh, revolution in the country, which is exactly what we suffered last November, okay? They openly stole the election. They have so much contempt for us, they didn't even try to hide their crimes. They just kept denying them while we had the evidence on videotape. Um, so when Marxists take over, what they generally do is they fight the... All right, hang tight. we got a quick break. Hang tight. 
Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. America is coming up on the one-year anniversary of January 6th on Thursday. Polls by Axios, both before and after last year's occupation on Capitol Hill. 2,500 people were polled last year and 2,600 people this year. A slim majority of Americans say President Biden won the 2020 election at 55%. A quarter of Americans do not believe Joe Biden should be president, and 16% say they just don't know. In a letter to colleagues this week, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the Democrat from New York, said the Senate will debate and vote on changing Senate rules if Republicans block a vote on stripping the states of voting rights and nationalizing our elections to Washington, D.C. We're discussing them in private with uh, Senators Manchin, Senator Sinema, and um, before we vote on them, or whichever one we've arrived at, you'll see, you'll hear and see about it. USA Radio News. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Save on your next oil change when you purchase five quarts of Pennzoil High Mileage Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter for the price of Pennzoil Conventional, now $26.99. Extend the life of your vehicle and save big with Pennzoil Oil and Filter Specials at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Plus, earn double O rewards points on this purchase. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu. And the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. As America's inflation continues to exhaust American wallets of its buying power, economists say more spending would make things only worse. Yet President Biden's partisan and massive social spending bill may still have life. Negotiations on President Biden's Build Back Better plan are stalled after West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin announced he wouldn't support it. Senator Manchin says he's willing to hear out supporters of Build Back Better. We'll have to see what, what their desires are and what their priorities right now. They feel very strongly about that, and I respect that. I just had a different of opinion. And Senate Majority Leader and New York Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer wants a vote on the Build Back Better Act later this month. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. For the second time in a decade, Californians will face mandatory restrictions governing their outdoor water use as conservation efforts have fallen short. Letting sprinklers run onto the sidewalk could result in a $500 daily fine. USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Becky Akers with me, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Listen to this, all right? Listen to this carefully. Biden declares war on America, literally. Washington Times. Okay, uh, Becky's right. Are these rags propaganda? Yes. Do they promote communism? Yes. Yes. Do they want to turn us into a socialist nation? Yes. 
Why would they be releasing such information? Why is the narrative of the COVID falling apart right now and everybody turning against Biden, even the, quote, liberals and everything else? And why, why are they now ratcheting this up? Okay. Sedition hunters running around, FBI out of control and getting caught with all kinds of perversions. The U.S. government and its military have literally declared war on the American people. But Biden declares war on America, literally, says the Washington Times. Uh, Becky, they're doing this because they want to ratchet it up. What they want to do is they want to goad us into a war uh, to some degree, it seems to me. Yes, I agree with you entirely. Um, They are doing their level best to provoke violence. Um, I think that they are probably going to try to provoke violence between us, okay? So if you are a patriot, um, they've already done a magnificent job of promoting interracial violence. or I shouldn't say violence as much as hatred, okay? Um, Thanks to BLM, which is, I'm sure, I haven't researched it, uh, but I'm sure if, if I did that I would find out eventually it's a CIA-inspired group, uh, you know, funded by the CIA on all of that. Um, but the point of BLM was to divide Americans into racial categories, and they have done that. They've done an excellent job of taking the tiny, teeny, little bit of racial hatred that existed among extreme groups on both sides, far, far fringe on both sides, or all sides, I should say. Um, We've done an excellent job of exploiting that and uh, uh, amplifying it so that we're all ready to shoot each other. That will continue. They will continue trying to divide society by which I mean the non-governmental section, okay? They don't want to get their hands dirty. They don't want to uh, endanger their lives by coming out and openly shooting at us. So they'll try to pit us against each other and get us to do that, okay? Um, I would look for food shortages, Sam. There's nothing that makes anyone crabbier and more violent than hungry children crying for food. So all of this talk about the supply chain, which if you start investigating it, every move the feds make further exacerbates it. Now, you can't tell me that's all ineptitude. That's deliberate. Okay. Um, I mean, we are dealing with the most inept administration ever. But after a while, uh, a chain of such uh, events persuade you that this isn't all just accidental. All right, let me yeah. let me give you proof that this has been going on for a while, as Becky says. So I just gave you the headline, Biden declares war on America. Literally, they say, okay? Charles Hurt wrote the piece for the Washington Times. Now, do you know when this article came out, Becky? I would imagine back in when the vaccines were being pushed. And nope, by the no, way, hold on. Okay. It came out on Thursday... April 29th, 2021. Okay. Literally 20 years ago, a little over. And he was vice president, and they basically say, is the vice president declaring war on the people and everything else? And they go on about all this. This is 20 years ago. They're wondering if Joe Biden declared war on America. 21 years later, he's the president now, and you see that he literally is. So my question is, did these people, right, at the Washington Times, did they have a prediction? 
Were they talking about current day back in 2021? Were they talking about now? Has it been a war for 20 plus years? They ought to be asked. This is what we're seeing. I did that on purpose to lead with that story where most people in the audience are going, what? Yeah, really? Uh, no, it was 20 years ago, folks, that this was asked <laughs> by this group, the Washington Times. And for 20 plus years, now Becky's saying the war has been going on for even longer than that. And I would agree with her. I would agree with her that they've been declaring on war on us for a long time. Literally since the, uh, what, coup from the CIA in 1953? Literally 100 plus years ago since they took over the Federal Reserve and created fake money and took us off a of constitutional currency? I mean, it's been going on since 1871, where the federal government literally jettisoned the state's rights. Reality check. I mean, this has been going on, if you look at different, um, whatever you want to call it, crossroads points, for a real long time, Becky. Absolutely. And the government is at war with us. What we need to do is wake up and realize that. So many people don't understand. I will tell you right now, politicians and bureaucrats, understand it they stick together they have an esprit de corps they understand that we are their enemy we pay for every single bite of food they put in their mouth we pay for all their mansions all their yachts all their limousines but we are their enemy it's time we returned the favor and understood that these people are our enemies they are out to kill us and enslave us we need to understand we should be out to kill and exterminate them so they can no longer wreak their evil on us and our families, okay? It would be nice now if anybody has a better solution, I am happy to hear it. I want to know how can we get these sociopaths to leave us alone unless we exterminate them. If you have a better idea, please tell me. I'm not a violent person. I'm not advocating violence. I am advocating self-defense. If there is a way to subdue these thieves and murderers and slavery people, if there's some peaceable way to do it, please, please, please enlighten me. I would much prefer that. But based on my study of history, I can truthfully say I have never read of an abusive government that has voluntarily agreed to hand back its power, okay? And even if that could happen, how long would it last? How long do you think Chuck Schumer would be content to be retired on his palatial estate and not have the media thrusting cameras in front of his face every 10 seconds? How long do you think Falsi would be content to go back to the obscurity in which he was ordering the entire medical profession around and making oodles off it? By the way, he's the highest paid federal official. So chew on that for a while. And when he retires, he will be paid the highest pension of the federal government. Remember that money? Every single penny comes from you and me. Okay, your children are doing without things they need. You are scrimping and saving so that a murderer and a thug like Falsi can enjoy a luxurious retirement. Okay, so if anybody has a, a way that will work to get these thugs and lunatics and sociopaths off our backs, I am happy to hear it. But based on history, 
I don't know of anything else. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. This is serious. Let me give you this um, reality check as well to make the point. I don't know if you remember our listeners. We've reported on this, but do you remember David Daladin? He's the undercover journalist who spent 30 months investigating and capturing video evidence of Planned Parenthood's top leadership, medical directors, national program directors, even its senior director of medical services, not callously negotiating the harvesting and sale of aborted baby body parts. And now David has been charged with nine bogus felonies. Okay. Now I want you to think about that for a minute and say, so let me get this straight. You find out the Planned Parenthood with our tax dollars is evilly literally harvesting and selling and using baby body parts for murdered children. The most innocent among us murdered, right? You see, after David released the shocking videos of the illegal and disgusting actions of the abortion executives, check this out, Kamala Harris, then California's attorney general colluded with Planned Parenthood to file felony charges against David. Kamala Harris literally even ordered the California Department of Justice to raid his home and confiscate his unpublished videos. Have they declared war on us, ladies and gentlemen? I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. 
American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Ladies and gentlemen, hell, heaven help us. I'll tell you that right now. Can the power of love save us? I think the answer is yes. If we turn to God Almighty, if not, we're in serious, serious trouble. The government of the United States has literally declared war on the American people, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you agree with Becky Akers saying we better pick up our arms and fight back, or whether you think like me and believe there's still peaceful remedies left that we must uh, work on, the debate is a fair, open discussion one, and we don't need to attack one another. We just need to simply entertain the thoughts and say, hey, uh, Vecchi's got valid points indeed. The FBI has a secret weapon in the uh, Capitol Hill attack manhunt, they call it, a band of online, they call them sleuths, but they're really called sedition hunters, ladies and gentlemen. They're a global community of open source people to spy on you, teaming up with your government. You want to learn more about them? Seditionhunters.org. But now the U.S. government and the, and the military are declaring war on the American people. Biden declares war on America. Literally, says the Washington Times, but they said that back in 2001, ladies and gentlemen. The Federal Reserve System of dishonest money has been at the helm at the gates for over 100 years. So now we're talking about the military. We're talking about vaccines, force. We're talking about murdering little babies and harvesting body parts. And then the guy, David Dalladin, who literally tried to stop the harvesting of body parts by Planned Parenthood, uh, he's now facing nine felonies. Kamala Harris literally raided his home when she was the leader in California, if you will. Uh, this is serious indictments, but this is serious reality. I'm not making any of this up. Every bit of this is documented. And you look at it and you say, you can't come to any other conclusion, but the government, literally rogue agents in government have declared war on we the people. You literally try to stop the peddling of body parts, and they literally put nine felony counts against you and raid your home. I mean, it's out of control, ladies and gentlemen. And if they could do that to Biden, if they could do that to, to Donald Trump, if they could do that to, wait a minute, they didn't do it to Biden, did they? No. In fact, he was guilty of all kinds of Chinese crimes with his son, and it got buried by the media. Uh, he got dishonestly criminally elected, and now, of course, that's all washed away. Same with Hillary and Bill. Same with Jeff Upstein and all these other people, right? Or Upstein. And, okay, this criminal element has flat out gone out of control. And the sad part is they've been doing it for a long time. But now, Becky, I submit to you, they're in an unprecedented, since COVID kicked off, in an unprecedented take off the gloves now, aren't they? Oh, yes, absolutely. They have ratcheted up with COVID con. Um, they are looking to have total control over every aspect of our life, which they always were looking. That's the nature of government. It wants to control. Remember what government is. It's just a collection of sinful sociopaths who declare that they have power over the rest of us, um, and they use force to achieve that power. They then pass laws making them um, uh, legitimate, making their force legitimate outlawing violence to anybody else, but saying that their violence is perfectly all right. Okay, so that's what government is. Um, and, and they have longed for total, complete control over all of us, goodness, since after Noah's flood. 
That is exactly what COVIDCon is to achieve, to complete the subjugation of the American people that has been going on since the 19th century. Okay, this is their final step. Um, If we do not forcibly expel them, if they, in fact, win this round, I don't think they will. I I actually am very optimistic, and I, I think they are about to fall flat. But if we allow them to win this round, there will be no freedom of any kind left anywhere on planet Earth. So the stakes could not be higher. Um, The World War II generation fought with the idea that, you know, the entire fate of the world was at, at risk. I'm telling you now, what we are facing is far more threatening than Hitler, far more. Ladies and gentlemen, government is ratcheting up using COVID-con as their pretext. Okay? That's what's really going on as their pretext. They're also going to use climate change, which we haven't even got to yet, but they're going to use that to literally take away your ability to eat, you know, food. They're going to control. Right now they've ratcheted car car cost. The average used car costs $29,000 now, 46% up from what it cost to buy an average used car before COVID. They're literally going to force you out of being able to even own a car. And that's where this is starting. And they're just getting started, Becky. Yes. Yes. As I mentioned, their plan is total enslavement of every human being. I've seen an awful lot of evidence, Sam, documentary evidence pointing to the fact that the sociopaths behind COVID-Con, people like Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, um, Jeff Bezos of Amazon and whatever else he owns, various billionaires, various CEOs of international corporations, and, of course, all the governments of the world with a couple of exceptions. But these sociopaths have a grand plan with COVID-Con. Their first plan is to call the population get rid of what Hitler termed useless eaters, okay? So that's why you've seen these attacks on the elderly and why there has been a sustained and prolonged attack on procreation, on uh, the the fervor for abortion, the fervor for contraception, okay? That's all part of the plan. Call the population, reduce it so that the elite have a far less populated world. Then what they plan to do with the 500 million or so of us that they will graciously allow to keep living, they plan to enslave us. We will be totally under their thumbs from surveillance. They will know absolutely every act you make, every thought you think, every word you utter. You will be punished. And this can all be done with existing technology. That's what's really scary about it. You will be punished. You will be denied food. You'll be denied your wages if you don't tow the line. Okay, so this is their grand scheme. Uh, If you don't believe me, you just go online and look up the Great Reset. Um, You can go to the actual website that publicizes the Great Reset. They've been very um, above board as far as putting it online. But there's an awful lot of jargon and pie-in-the-sky language. 
So if you want to read informed opinion of what this uh, PR euphemisms are actually saying, I would suggest you get any of the multiple commentaries that have been written on it. You will be scared to death. And it will increase your determination to fight these sociopaths and refuse to let them take an inch. One of the practical things you can do right now, Sam, to fight that without doing any of this research is simply refuse the jab, talk to the people around you, tell them what's at stake, tell them to refuse this, um, refuse to wear a mask. One of the reasons they're pushing masks so heavily, despite all the evidence against they're doing anything, to stop COVID or any other germ, they can't. A virus is so small it passes right through the mesh. This is an elementary fact. And that they deny that and keep pushing masks. Why? Because it's a visible, a very visible symbol of submission. That's why masks have been so important since all this began and why they have pushed them relentlessly. Interesting fact, Sam, there wasn't a single study prior to 2020 that supported the use of masks. They were universally derided and universally recognized to do nothing to stop the transmission of disease. Surgeons wore them in surgery to keep any of their saliva from dripping down into the open uh, wound and also to prevent blood from spurting up and hitting them in the nose or mouth from the patient. That was the reason they wore them, not because they thought it stopped disease. Um, But there was not a single study supporting the use of masks to, to stop disease. In fact, a great many saying they were useless and even harmful, okay? All of a sudden in 2020, we get five or six supporting their use. Now, is this not more deception? Why? Because masks are very essential. They alert everyone you meet that you are on board with COVID con. And because people are creatures who appreciate social approval, it's a very effective way to convince the weaker minded that they too should be on board so ladies and gentlemen the great reset continues unabated government ratchets up using covid con as a pretext to peddle fear literally they've declared war on we the people now what do we do about it becky thinks we have no choice but take take up arms she doesn't say that lightly She doesn't advocate for that. What she's saying is we may not have any other choice. And she says, if there is a better choice, please bring it to my attention. So I'm willing to receive emails at libertyroundtable at gmail.com. Libertyroundtable at gmail.com. You know what? I want to hear. Do you have a better idea? It's a fair open question, isn't it? Uh, And I would simply say that I think there are some things that we can try. But even when you have a congressman like Rand Paul, who literally proves in Congress, in testimony, that Fauci lied. And now Rand Paul can't get Fauci even fired, much less arrested, much less tried for treason, tried for criminal behavior. You could say our efforts to peacefully uh, resist or to do something um, might have legs or wings or an effort, but it's hard to make that point, right? I, like Becky, have a hard time making that point, ladies and gentlemen. I have a hard time really articulating that she's wrong on this. Because we are at a critical level. Becky, what do you say? 
I don't see any other way out of it, Sam, but a shooting war. Um, let me put it like this. If they do not leave us alone, if men show up here and try to wrestle my husband and I onto the ground and shoot us full of their poison, I will kill them. That's just a fair warning. Um, if they try to stop our food supply and my husband is hungry, we don't have children. He is my little boy. I love him so fiercely. I will do anything to protect him. So if they cut off our food, I will kill them. I will not allow them to hurt him or my father. So there are millions and millions of people out there just like me, except worse. They have children, and they will go to any length whatsoever to protect those kids from these criminals. So if they want to bring it on, go right ahead. But they are going to encounter hundreds of millions of Americans who are wising up, who are practicing their rifles, who understand what's at stake, and who will die before they will allow their kids to be harmed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious discussions. I know we're discussing weighty matters. I get it. And I know that most people wouldn't even let Becky say what she said on the radio. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm convinced the First Amendment's real and that it matters. And until we have these discussions, we will never be able to put together a way to peacefully and or by defense, as hardcore as that self-defense may end up being, we'll never restore the republic if we can't even talk about it. So to those of you who want war, shame on you. To those of you who advocate for peace, bless you. To those of us who are real in the middle saying we want peace, but they may force war on us, that's the First Amendment, baby. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Yeah.